Hello, everyone. My name is Charlene Duzek. I am the president of JCI. Oh, I want to say JCI Santa Clarita, but I'm, I'm going to tell you I fumble. And so I'm actually the state president for California JCs this year for 2021, the 94th, which is a little bit strange to hear. I have all these people volleying. I'm the 66th. I'm the 101. Oh, wait, we haven't gotten there yet. So, but I'm very, very honored to be here and with me today. How's it going, everybody? I'm Damon Banduk. Um, I am the vice president of JCI state level. He is training and development. And so you can tell both of us are new to this whole podcasting, but we are very, very excited today because we have, and I love how he puts us, I am a speaker, I am a author, and I am a do-gooder, which is Jonathan Mooney. Welcome, Jonathan. How are you doing today? Oh, hey, I'm doing I'm doing all good and appreciate you, uh, you all having me on your, your program and more importantly, appreciate the good work that you and your organization do um, all around California and frankly, all around the, the, the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're very excited to have you today, too, because you have touched so many lives, um, you know, throughout the years, but also, you know, utilizing your own life experiences. Um, you, I, I mentioned that Jonathan is an author, everyone. And um, one of the books that I'm actually midway through is um, Normal Sucks. And I will tell you, I love it. I love it. Um, Jonathan, um, give us a little bit of insight of your background and kind of how you came to where you are. I found Jonathan um, on a Facebook, Facebook, right, Damien? Uh, and I sent it to you, um, a, uh, a Facebook video who talked a little bit about, you know, the struggles that you had growing up and the challenges that you faced and um, the uh, the infamous line of, well, I'm just going to have to prove them wrong. So tell us a little bit about you, your background, and um, how you became who you are today as a as an author, a speaker, and uh, making a difference in people's lives. Well, look, I'm, I'm celebrating uh, this year, my 21st uh, year of being an advocate for folks who get the short end of the stick, um, trying to do my part to create a more inclusive, equitable, and just society. Um, that work, uh, which spans, you know, as I said, two decades and has taken many manifestations, it, it all originates from, you know, my own experience of kind of getting the, the short end of the stick because of my uh, learning and attentional uh, differences or challenges. Uh, you know, I was the kid that uh, had a hard time sitting still in school, so I spent a lot of the day chilling out with the janitor in the hallway. Um, I was a kid that had a hard time keeping his mouth shut, so uh, I was on a first-name basis with Shirley, the receptionist in the principal's office. Uh, <laughs> and I was the kid who uh, really struggled with reading, uh, so I spent a lot of the day uh, hiding in the bathroom to escape reading out loud with tears uh, streaming down my face. Uh, I was generally the kid who uh, was the you know square peg that did not fit the round hole of school. And like too many, uh, I faced uh, low expectations. Uh, I faced uh, marginalization at the hands of, of uh, some, not all, uh, educators. Um, and uh, I really uh, went on a, a personal journey to uh, recover uh, and heal from those experiences. Uh, and then more importantly, 
uh, to take what I've learned in, in my journey of change, transformation, and thriving uh, and share it with others so other folks can uh, contribute their strengths and their gifts to the world. Uh, and running parallel to that, I've been uh, an advocate for not just individuals um, uh, moving forward in their own life and trying to provide tools and resources to do so, but uh, also to change the systems that surround people so we can have uh, more just outcomes. We can have uh, a school. We can have places of work that don't just work for some humans, but ultimately work for, for all people. For sure, for sure. I think I think so many people have gone through, you know, that in their own personal lives of not feeling included. Do you ever feel like that, Demon? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Growing up, I mean, being that kid in the corner and not being included, but also, you know, um, what your message also resonates with me. I mean, yes, uh, you know, today it's so easy to get up in front of people, talk to people and um, be comfortable with being your own and not comparing yourselves. And, you know, we kicked off this year with a, um, a training called Strength Finders. And one of the reasons that we do is this, that theme of starting off with knowing that you are special. You have your unique, innate talent. And you may not do everything the way that you know society puts out there as a norm, right? Um, and is that okay? Or is that is does that make you different or deficient? No, it makes you special, right? And uh, and I and I it, your your experience really resonated with myself, um, simply because, you know, growing up um, you know, I grew up in a small town and, uh, having, I wasn't exactly that great in school. Um, they didn't label me or anything, but I remember my fourth grade teacher telling me, you're not gonna, you know, you have a lot of great effort, but you're not going to hit honor roll. You're not going to move up. And I was like, I remember her giving me an excellence award and I trashed it in front of her face. I was like, you're not going to tell me <laughs> how I'm going to be. And, and even in high school, having, having that chemistry teacher approaching her and saying, you know, I need some help. Could you help me? And she's like, well, you're not going to do better than a C in this class. I had straight A's and a D and I was like, <laughs> what? So, you know, one of the things that, you know, looking at some of the experiences in your book and, you know, who you are today, being able to rise above and be able to define yourself, not let other people define you by their parameters of what they think is right. Do you have a similar experience, Damon? Yeah, I mean, school, for the most part, doesn't really matter whether it's elementary or junior high, high school, college level. Um, you definitely get boxed in. There's there's certain expectations. They're trying to check boxes off rather than actually nurturing, you know, inspiration and trying to create, you know, inspire creativity in students and letting students really kind of discover who they want to be in life. So, mm -hmm. so Jonathan, you know, uh, you you did talk about a little bit in that video of like who that person was that inspired you to lead you to your pathway today. Can you tell us a little bit about that too? Because I know that there's always that that person that sparks that aha moment that I'm going to be who I'm going to be and I'm going to I'm going to prove everyone wrong. Yeah, look, um, you know, I think both of you were really articulate in in uh, diagnosing and and critiquing the way that we, as a society, whether that be in school, whether that be in our interpersonal relationships, whether that be in, you know, social media context, we're always trying to tell people who they should be, you know, and we're always trying to sort of put folks uh, into boxes with labels on it. Uh, and, you know, that that's a great injustice to people, um, you know, and, and that injustice is along the continuum. You know, we know that 
you know, historically demeaned and, and marginalized folks, uh, black and brown people, uh, f- folks with atypical sexuality, gender experiences, and people with disabilities, hey, they've been put in a box that calls them less than, you know, mm-hmm. they've been told relentlessly uh, through multiple uh, different uh, powerful cultural channels that they aren't different, but they're deficient. And they're, they're less than because they're not normal. Uh, and that continues, you know, there's a great quote by a philosopher uh, I admire that says that the judges of normality are ever present everywhere. And those judges pass judgment on folks who deviate significantly from the norm, but ultimately that judgment affects all of us. You know, we're, all, we're always comparing ourselves to this mythical middle of the bell curve. Um, and, and, and that's a tragedy and, and that's wrong because so much of uh, human capacity, um, things that we need as a culture, entrepreneurship, creativity, innovation, uh, those uh, traits are often uh, discouraged, um, as was mentioned as it pertains to education. Those traits are often missed in people who don't look like uh, people in power. Um, and those traits are often discouraged, frankly, in many of our uh, systems of work uh, and of learning. And so we got to get out of that. You know, mm-hmm. we got to get unstuck from that. Um, we have to flip the script and, and not talk about what's wrong with people, but really focus on what's right. Um, and we have to uh, dig deep to find that unique gift and talent uh, that every single human being has. And we have to create the, the processes and procedures and systems that unleash that talent, opposed to trying to tell people what they, what they can't do. Uh, now, as it pertains to my journey, you know, I, I had folks who came in and flipped that script. You know, I did. And, and I think that's a testament to the power of people. And we should always remember that, you know, our role um, that we each can play in somebody else's life. We have a choice every day with the words we use, the language we choose of do we see the, the best in somebody and help them be their best or do we hold them back? That's a choice we make every single time we, we communicate with somebody. And I had people in my life who, who made the right choice, you know, who, who saw the good in me. I had a third grade teacher named Mr. R um, who told me I could be a writer. Uh, when I told him I couldn't spell, he said, well, Jonathan in my class screw spelling, you know, <laughs> I don't care. Like you're, you're good at telling stories and I see something in you, you know, uh, I had a, 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 a teacher in, in my first university before I went to Brown university, um, who, uh, who, who believed in my ability to be a college student. Uh, and when I told him that uh, other folks didn't think I could cut it in college, uh, he, he said, Jonathan, you got to prove those bastards wrong. Uh, he believed in me. He saw the best in me. And uh, I'm here um, uh, here today, like alive because of those people. I, I think that that's phenomenal. You know, I, I will tell you, um, I have a, a, a my brother, my brother, actually, my mom went into her field in education because my brother struggled, um, you know, through school. And uh, she was trying to figure out why he was having some issues and found out that he was um, he was dyslexic, too. He she found out that he had to read out loud in order to um, uh, understand and comprehend um, uh, the books and everything that was thrown his way. But she also did a really good job. And and that's one of the things that um, resonated when you had that individual that showed you that you have that power, you have that ability that you can rise above, you can do whatever you want. And she did that for him. And I've always been a big advocate. Uh, one of the things they have 
out there is the career tech programs too, because everybody has their own innate ability, right? But, um, and we all have our own gifts. And so my brother actually is a welder today and um, he is a darn good welder. He's probably better than a lot of them that I've seen out there and he really takes um, time and passion. Um, but I love the fact that you have those individuals out there that you know believe in you, that help you see and believe in yourself and say, hey, you know, it doesn't have to follow the standard way to learn something, to accomplish something. It doesn't have to fit into that box. And, uh, and I, I just think that's amazing. Did you ever have anything like that, Damon, too? Yeah, I mean, kind of going off on a quick tangent, I liked um, what you were talking about in regards to normalcy and all that. And it, it is a, an, an ever-moving target. It's never set in place. You know, depending on the era that we're in, you know, normal is it's a constantly moving target. Um, and when it comes to, you know, young children and people growing up, it's it, it sometimes re- – it's all it takes is somebody to actually, you know, whether it's a coach or an educator or a religious, you know, elder, somebody to actually look at you and say, you know what, doesn't matter what everybody else is saying, you've got potential and actually look into you and, and nurture that potential so that you, you know, grow into yourself. So, yeah. I, I sit there all the time and, and, and sometimes I can be a pain in the booty. I'm not going to lie to you <laughs> and, and uh, have folks and be like, Shar, you can't do that. And I'd be like, why not? And, and I, I, when stipulations are handed down. Sometimes I kind of ruffle feathers. I, I joke around. I'm the tree shaker. Uh, I don't like to always do things the standard way and and follow the norm of what is norm. And I love how you outline that too in your book is that these all came from like mathematicians that, you know, looked at what they, you know, perceived on that bell curve as a norm, you know, did everything fall under that. And that was that was what we were supposed to strive for, as opposed to, man, there's some pretty great people out there. Sorry, my my words. You're gonna hear my my slang Californian of dude, man, bomb, awesome come out. But <laughs> um, you know, you miss out on so much when you don't pay attention to the things that are different than you, or celebrate the the things that are different from you. Right? I would I would say that. I mean. You know, think about um, where you where you would be today if you actually let someone dictate your success and your success was really deemed by you. And um, and I just think that's amazing. Um, With uh, with the beginning of every year, we try to focus on everybody's gifts. And um, we you know, like I mentioned earlier, we kicked off the year with a strength finders program so you could identify your innate talents and abilities and Jonathan, what would you say is kind of more your innate talents and abilities? Well, you know, it's uh, so funny that, you know, that, that, that when I'm asked that question to this day, I still have a gut instinct to say, I'm not really good at all that much, (laughs) you know, and, (laughs) and it just gives you a sense of how so drilled in uh, many people um, who did not fit the norm, that deficit model is. You know, when we think about that deficit model, you know, it's, it's deeply ingrained in our institutional approach. You know, mm-hmm. in school, the kid who doesn't fit, it, it, we talk about what's wrong with them, not what's right. You know, they can't sit still, they can't spell, they can't, can't, can't. And then frankly, in, in the workplace, the, the same 
deficit orientation occurs in, in, in ventures and, and, and private sector businesses and public sector businesses all, all across the continuum. You know, it's the annual review that's focused on the things you did wrong opposed to lifting up what you did right. And so that, that it's, it's so funny to me, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 43 years old. I've been doing this for 21 years. And, and you asked me that question and it's still like, oh, I don't Maybe I'm not really good at anything because that's how so ingrained that message is. And it's why I'm so much on a mission to challenge it and flip it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a part of this, this, this uh, social venture uh, based here in, in Los Angeles called Thrively. It's like the word thrive. And then you put L-Y on it, Thrively. And it's a, a strength-based educational platform. It takes the assessments like StrengthFinder and others, contextualizes them for, for uh, young people K through 12. And it's all about helping those young people find their strengths and then build a learning journey around their strengths, gifts, and talents. So opposed to remediating the problem, which is usually what happens, we're going to accelerate and scale the strengths and have that be the lens in which young folks move forward in their life. So to go back to your question, you know, for me, um, uh, I'm good at talking. <laughs> you know, I've always, always been good at, good at that. Again, the irony is... I was good at talking, but always told to be quiet. You know, the number one word said to children in kindergarten, and I'm not making this up, phrase by teachers, the most commonly occurring phrase is be quiet. Um, You know, we are so uh, focused on conformity. We're so focused on order that we often discourage people's natural traits like speaking, et cetera. You know, I'm good at, um, I'm good at uh, 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 starting stuff, you know, like uh, uh, seeing an opportunity seeing a lane, seeing a problem from a different angle that leads to a, a new and value added solution. Um, uh, I'm good at uh, 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 understanding human beings and, and, and being in relationship with them. Um, I, I fail like every human being in relationships uh, too often than, than I want to admit, but nonetheless, that ability to, to, to be empathetic. Um, I think that's something that comes from uh, being on the outside, you know, knowing what that feels like and, and always striving to, to be able to understand and empathize with, with people's uh, suffering, their experiences. Um, I'm not good at spelling, but as, as Mr. <laughs> R was right, as he was right, screw spelling. So it's, it's all good. Um, those, are, those are my strengths and, and that's my kind of mission. And it is a mission to, to, uh, to, to be out there uh, helping other young people, helping other, uh, uh, whatever age you are, surface those strengths and build a pathway around them. Well, I think your your mission goes far beyond um, just that developmental piece. I mean, you look at, at when you look at behavioral and you sit there and you, you go, words hurt a lot and they resonate with you for a very long time. And so your message is also applicable to those people that go through issues with um, abuse, racism, all those, um, you know, we forget how powerful what we say to people and how they affect people um, really steer them in the direction that they're going. And um, so I, I just commend you for getting out there and being that voice and creating that social movement in a sense of, hey, function outside the box. You're not perfect. Don't let people deem who you are, how it's going to affect you, what direction you're going to take. And, um, and in the leadership realm, you know, for all of our young people coming up the ladder, 
your 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 message is very powerful is that you know you have the opportunity to set the stage for the future and um you know and that's one of the things that we appreciate all the work that you do for sure and um you know and and we deem this this podcast and I didn't open this but leadership unscripted because hey you can write it right you can write the future you got to be able to uh, not let folks affect you um and and the words that they say and uh, and so I want to thank you so much for, you know, giving your time, energy. And so Damon and I would like to, of course, invite everyone um, for them to come on the speaking engagement that you are going to be a part of on March 25th, which is at 530 and uh, get to learn a little bit more in depth about your experiences, how you've triumphed past that, who inspired you, those mentors and milestones along your life. Um, and how they can take that information and use that and affect their own future as well as give back to others and make a difference in their lives too as well. So we want to definitely thank you, Jonathan, and your time and energy and and um, and your mission for sure. Well, I'm, I'm so uh, honored to be a part of, of your mission, um, the work that you all are on. And I, hey, I know that this is volunteer uh, for you and for your colleagues, and that's the highest testament to your character that you're spending your time um, uh, investing in other people and, and their ability to to be leaders, their ability to contribute. Uh, you know, the problems we face as, as, a, as a world, as a country, you know, it's all hands on deck right now, you know, and uh, my hands on it, your hands on it. Let's get everybody's hands on it. And together we can make a big difference. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>